Grown A Geeks proudly presents Gag on These Balls. The following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers themselves and may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Grown Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the teams, franchises, or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is advised. For today's topics, we're going to be covering NFL Week 3 recap. We'll see how your experts did in their toss a coin to your expert predictions. And we'll cover NFL Week 4 predictions. Respect the coin. And to conclude our top five NFL series, we'll be covering the NFL defenses as a whole. We're not going to pick them individually. We'll be picking a team defense. Follow the YouTube QR code on the bottom right and the Facebook QR code on the bottom left. And with that, we're going to Brent and Tony, who is holding up his Dan Quinn in a U-Haul. Because he really, really hates that man after week three. You can drop the sign now. Man, you, why don't you behave? I'm just going to ask you how your day's going. I was going to be all polite, but no, no. You my just start going. like a buster. Until my day goes great. For those of you who are listening audio-wise, he's got... The L meme on the left, he's got, wow, fucking Dan Quinn today on the top left. And he's got Dan Quinn as a choker in a mask, and he's got the Fire Dan Quinn Falcons logo. If you can't tell, he's tired of Dan Quinn, folks. I was tired of him last year. Nah. You, you can I go don't care. He won, he won out. No, nah, player. No. 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 Nah, nah, son. Isn't that how we say it? Uh, that's how you say it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Southern Northerner, so. <laughs> if that is such a thing, but. You know, get on red, Nick. I ain't no neck red. I ain't about that life. I'm from the Pacific Northwest. Focus. I am very, very focused. I'm focused on recapping our NFL Week 3 picks. We're going to count down who did what got what right. And yep. we'll go from there. Going into week three, because well, we picked all the same teams for week two, 13 uh -huh. and three. Pretty damn good. Suck it, NFL. We know our shit. For week three, we did the toss a coin. I won the inaugural toss. I got the first picks. And as such, going out of all of this, right now I would be eight, six, and one. With the Jets and Broncos game on the way, I'm just going to say the Jets lose because that's how it is. So it'll be 8-7-1 going to 21-10-1 after two weeks of picks. Now, let's wait. Yeah, I would say the Jets lose because you have no choice but to take that. Yeah. But that's you only because the Broncos' defense is better than the Jets' offense, and you can't say that the other way around. You can't say the Jets' defense is better than the Broncos' offense, even though they're starting uh, Ripken. Ripping. Ripping. Uh, he's either Kyle Ripken, grandson. really? He came back to play football? He might as well. He could probably still play. Yeah. All right. To recap week three in the Raiders versus Patriots game, I picked the Patriots. I was correct. For the Bears and Falcons game, you took the Falcons. They lost. Two for me. Wasn't my fault. They had – they was up by 16. You do know the Falcons are the first team in NFL history to blow double-digit leads like that back-to-back. Come if on, you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, you're probably a drunk right about now. 
It's a rough, very rough couple games. It, it's not pretty. In the Bengals and the Eagles game, I took the Eagles. It finished in a tie. Which Useless. I don't understand. No one I wanted to play just... to win. Just why? But Burrow still looked good. My offensive rookie MVP. If he had help, they could have won the game. But seeing as I had none of it, we finished in a tie. That's from your boy. That's from your boy AJ Green. Mm. Come, comeback player. Yeah, my ass. Yeah, he's not doing so good. I picked the second string 49ers to beat the Giants. I was very correct. Who wouldn't? They could have beat him with cheerleaders. The Steelers, and you picked the Steelers to beat the Texans. They won handily. They did. You picked the Vikings to beat the Titans. My Titans had a fourth quarter comeback to get me that W. I'm glad glad somebody else went through it. And then I picked Washington to beat Cleveland. I was wrong. The Cleveland Browns won. Faker Mayfield came through. You picked the Bills to beat the Rams. You were correct. I picked the Panthers to beat the Chargers and Justin Herbert. I was correct. You picked the Colts to make me suffer with the Jets. The Colts won by a lot. They had two pick sixes. They had an intercept. They had a kick return for a touchdown. They ruined Sam Darnold, who was already trash as it was. They won by seven decades. Basically, you picked the Cardinals to beat the Lions. The Lions and Matthew Stafford from University of Georgia got me a dub. Can, can we just talk about that for a minute? <laughs> what in the world I don't know what happened <laughs> to make the Cardinals not remember that they were were one of the best teams in football? Well, Bobblehead threw a bunch of picks. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Wait, Matt Ryan won a game. He threw five picks. Mm. Either way. So, no. You University got- of Georgia, Matthew Stafford, the running back who will never retire, Adrian Peterson. Got me they also have a University of Georgia running back in DeAndre Swift, who is already a second stringer. Fantastic. Doesn't matter. Look who he's <laughs> look who he's behind. Adrian Peterson. He'd be behind Adrian Peterson too. I wouldn't even make the practice squad. Let's be Peterson fair. Let's call it what Peterson it is. Got, Peterson got at least two years left. At I picked least. the Seahawks to take out the Cowboys. I was right. I know it broke your heart. The Cowboys that a, lost. But that was a good game though. It went down to the wire. It went down to the wire. It was a good game. And then, so that just proves our first two weeks were legitimate losses, even though we should have been 2-1 right now. But then you picked the Buccaneers to sit me with the Broncos. You were correct. Brady won. He's 2-1. and one. Brady not going to lose it all. And then Mm-mm. I picked the Packers to beat the Saints. I was correct, which I know you're happy the Saints lost. but you're I'm all, happy. You still have to listen to me. So I don't care. You're fine with I that? I told you. Every time I pick the Saints to win, they lose. You told me off-air so, that. Guess who I'm picking to win this week? If you get to that pick. The Chiefs dominated the Ravens. I was horribly wrong on that one. Lamar Jackson looked like trash. He lost the the, the next MVP, right? Mm, no. That would be the second. He's be the, he'd be sitting on the podium at two. And then we're just going to say that the Broncos beat the Jets. You stuck me to the Jets. Why? Why'd you do me dirty? Just why? I thought we were friends. Because I have this. You want me to suffer with your dirty birds? Damn right. Why can't I do that? Sam, no. why, why'd you set me with this man? 
He's mean. I am. He's a bully. But in the spirit of competition, I had last pick last week. So for week four NFL predictions, Tony, pick a game, pick your team. What you got for me? Oh, I will say before we get going, the Steelers and Titans game is postponed due to COVID. That one is not on the bracket. Not this week. And it was another team. What was the other one that they were looking at? They're looking at the Raiders, but that's still undecided. They only have one confirmed case, even though they broke huge rules and went to a charity event maskless. Good job, Gruden. Yeah. You moron. Because the the facility where they were at got fined, I think, two grand. And the Raiders will likely lose draft picks, some money, and some other stuff moving forward due to that. So good job, Chucky. Just you're cancel the NFL, NFL season because you're selfish. Just because you're an NFL player doesn't mean you can't follow the rules that other people set. It's not We're all wearing it. masks so we can get this shit over with. Just doesn't follow it. it. It doesn't matter if you agree with it or not. Just wear the damn mask. do it, you got to do it. Yeah. But, well, stop it. You you're on. Play. You're on. Your pick. We uh, got I'm go- I got to catch up, so I'm going with I hope it's going to be an easy win since Chase Young is not playing. I'm going Ravens and Washington. The team with no name. And I'm picking Baltimore. Okay, so I am stuck with the Redskins. Who have Terry McLaurin? Oh, sorry, sorry. That is racially and now factually incorrect. I apologize for that. The Washington football team, folks. Sorry. There we go. See, look, now I'm caught up in the past. Look at me. Wrong part of history right there. You picked the Ravens to beat the Washington football team. Terry McLaurin is balling out for him, though. I will say that. He's been looking like a true number one. I agree with that. But you still got Lamar. and Lamar's going to have a bounce back game. Mm. And while we are picking some easy Ws. I know where you're going. I want to pick the Seattle Seahawks yep. to massacre the Miami Dolphins, who Man, actually just... are looking like a decent team this year. Is just they're playing their hearts out under Fitzpatrick right now. You think Tua gets in? Tua does not get in this week. It's the fourth. It's the fourth game. You don't think he gets in? Mm-mm, fifth game. You think he'll be in the fifth? I think he'll be in the fifth. Fitzmagic is going to have a decent game, but then he'll struggle moving forward. Okay, yeah, because if they would have been 0-3, if they would have lost the last game, he'd have probably been in this game. Yeah, but the team looks competitive, at least, under him, which is more than what Miami was expected to be. The fan base will take it. Yeah. Okay, I so I'm stuck Hawks with, over the Dolphins. stuck with them dumbass Dolphins. All right. I'm going to another gimme. I'm going Rams and Giants. Oof. And I'm pick I'm picking the Rams by landslide. I really want to root for the Rams for that reason, because fuck the Giants. I know. <laughs> I did that for a reason. <laughs> oh, that's rough. All right. While we are covering another layup, I'm going to the Sunday night football matchup. Oh, you busted. All right. <laughs> Aaron, the bad man, Rodgers, is going to get Dan Quinn fired for you. I, I wasn't going to pick them no way, so you, I was going to pick against him. I am on boycott until I am. But you know what's messed up? They're going to win this game. Nope. They're going to win by 14. No. Watch. They're going to win. What do you want to bet on it? I, 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 look, now I had a habit back in the day. I, I don't bet anymore. Mm, all right. That's fair. But I'm just saying, grown and geeks, I'll be right. 
All right, Tony, who you got? All right, so now we're getting into the meat and potatoes. I think those are the most. Oh, no. There's one more, Jimmy. Yep, Buccaneers Chargers. Give me Tom Brady. <sighs> Come on, Herbert. Herbert going to have 300 yards passing. Mm-mm-mm. There Tom is Brady. one more. There's actually two, two more layups. Uh, I might not even take that other one. I'm going to pick the team that just broke your heart. Duh, Bert. Over the Colts. Phillip Rivers is going to have three picks. Really? The Bears are undefeated. They're going to continue with Nick First of Foles. all, the Bears, the Bears should have two losses. Don't they're the fluke 3-0, and but they're going to be 4-0. Don't, don't look at that number. So I got okay. Duh, Bears over the Colts. Rivers is going to have That's three fine. picks. Call That's fine. In. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the Browns and Cowboys, and I'm taking the Cowboys. Ooh. Come on, Faker Mayfield. Yeah, Jim and Chubb got to carry me that one. No, Chubb has to carry that team. Did you Mayfield see like Ezekiel Elliott's like useless answer. this year? Yeah, he is. He, you see that stupid tattoo he got? You hear he's being sued for that? Why? You remember the WWE wrestler Ryback? Yeah. His catchphrase, feed me more. It was. He trademarked it. No, he did. He did. He is oh. suing. Yep. To get it all back in his name. I mean, that's a stupid tattoo, dude. On Just, his belly, no less. No one wants to see a dude something. with a midriff. Dude, I don't care what you look like. No tank top midriffs. You injured, you in your twenties now, yeah, y'all. You got a hard body at all. But when you hit fifty, feed me more is gonna be hanging by your junk. And your metabolism slow down, and every time you eat a peanut, you gain thirty-five pounds, and you look like a black Santa Claus. <laughs> that's that's not gonna be attractive, dude. It's not. It, it's already gonna it's gonna stretch out. You might say me. That's what it's gonna do. So mm. enjoy it while you can because when you get older, it's not gonna look right, dude. That's that's one of the worst spots you can get attacked. I am in the spirit of moving on. Thank you, because you know I was about to get into it again. You need to keep me straight. I'm going to pick Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills over the Oakland Raiders. I can get that because half the team will be suspended. Half the Raiders <laughs> team is going to be suspended. Half the, half the Raiders team is going. That's a layup. Yeah, that is Josh Allen playing like a stud. He's number three right now. My top five MVP voting currently. All right, I'm going. I'm going for my normal hatred. I'm gonna pick the Saints because every time I pick them, they lose. So I'm picking the Saints and the Lions. Will the Lions help me get another upset? Will that this be like a running theme? You, you know I don't care about this <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it to form. I pick them, they lose. I don't. They haven't let me down yet. I picked there every time they lost. I picked them to win. So hmm. to the next game, I'm going to pick the San Francisco 49ers second string. Over the Philadelphia Eagles. That's, yeah, that's a good pick, you fucker. I know my stuff. I say they have just enough talent to get by. The coaching is better than what the Eagles got. Eagles are just garbage. Oh, I got the Broncos. Let me mark that down. Plus, the Eagles' O-line is just non-existent currently. So I don't know what you were saying earlier this year when you said they were a great O-line. Look, they got a couple injuries, and it just killed that, that chemistry. 
That's all it was. All right. Who you got? We got. Hold on. I'm making sure I'm it's got O's. Yeah, I've already circled all my picks just so I don't have to go back and double check what the heck is going on with what. All right. I'm going back with the bobblehead. Cardinals at Panthers. Give me bobblehead and hop. Bobblehead and hop. Teddy Bridgewater. Help me again. Also, Robbie Anderson. Top five in receiving yards. That's fine. Look, I need the Cardinals to win just so my team won't be in the basement by itself. Because that's what's going on. Because you're going to be 0-4 after this week. We, I, we're, well, no, nah, we won't, we don't win this game. You are not beating the Packers. We're going to win this game. Aaron Rodgers doesn't lose prime time. He but, lost, uh, well, lost we're, us twice in prime time. What are you talking about? It's not going to happen this time. Half the, your team's the last, injured. Half the your last team's two injured. Times they played us. More than half, but that's beside the point. <laughs> And also, um, are we going to talk oh. about how Matt LaFleur is doing an amazing job as coach in two years? Yeah. Like yeah. two losses in as many games in two seasons, plus playoffs. Yeah. The dude's getting it done. All right, there's two games left. There's one, two, oh. three. There's four, counting Thursday moving forward. We're not counting. Did I? We have to count next Thursday. I got Thursday's game mentioned. It would be Buccaneers and Bears if you want to write that down. That's the upcoming yeah, right. Thursday night game. That's next Thursday. That'll be next Thursday. You said Bucks and who? Bucks and Bears. Okay. I am going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars over the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going you know with I'm, Minshew Mania. I'm glad you picked that because I was still going to pick the Bengals, so I don't even care because that's my boy. That's the offensive rookie player. Of the year. Minshew Mania from Washington State University. All right, so – I'm going Bucks and Bears. <laughs> you should have not told me about that game. <laughs> I will play fair. I'm not going to try and hide nothing till the end. Fuck that. Give me the Bucks again. I get, I'm going to have the Bears going 5-0. and Brady's going to lose on Thursday Night Football. Watch. No, not. You are out of your mind. How many times have you lost on Thursday Night Football? That was your boy. My boy's going to lose. Nah. My boy left the nest. Uh-uh. Nah. Mm-hmm. What's left? The two games left are Vikings, Texans, and Patriots, Chiefs. For my next pick, I'm saying the Texans get their first win of the season and take out the Vikings. Deshaun Watson is too good a quarterback not to so put up 300 yards on that. I'm going to let you decide them, the Patriots and Chiefs game. You give me them stupid-ass Vikings? Mm-hmm. Enjoy your Kirk Cousins, sir. You may have some more after he blew the game for you last week. So I got to go between Pats and the Chiefs, huh? Yep, we got to decide between Cam Newton and your number two MVP pick. I should make you pick against your squad since you are a New England fan. But I'm still picking the Chiefs just because it's Mahomie. <sighs> Patrick Mahomie, who's got a kid on the way, by the way. Congratulations to him and his fiance. Mm-hmm. Talk to him in about five, six years. He trapped. Child support for life. He's going to be the next he's, Bezos. He's trapped. As long as he don't turn, turn into a, uh, Cromartie, he'll be all right. Cromartie got 19 children. 19. He got more than Holyfield. Cromartie has nine kids, just so everyone is aware. He had nine kids in nine years with seven different baby mamas. I think he got more than that. That's where I stop paying attention. <laughs> it's like the dude does not believe in condoms for what he can pull out. 
his pullout game. He got 14 kids, dude. I don't know. I told you he had a Google lot. Google that. He's got 14 kids. 14 kids, 18 different women. 14. How can you have 18 different and women was, and having 14 kids? Eight different girls, eight different women. Okay, Sorry. thank you. 14 babies. 14 Cromarties. I can't even put up with one chick, and he's knocked up eight? My Man, God. I hope, I hope someone got some skills. Oh, my God. Alonzo Cromartie. Carice Marie Ford, Antonio Cromartie Jr., Deja Cromartie, Tyler J. Cromartie, London, Lalani, Julian, Jersey with a J, J E R Z E I, then Jersey, J U R Z I E. Dude, it's horrible names. Jagger, John Day, Jinx, J Y N X, and Jet, J H E T T. Those are the Cromarties. Oh, my. Hey, as long as he take care of them, that's on him. He can do what he wants. I mean, like, he didn't have, like, a stupid-ass white name thrown in there, like, with a name like a Kit Apple or something. No, no, no. Just but, I mean, like, Jersey. But he had, he had, yeah, so. I'm so sorry for okay. those kids. But. No, nah, nah, he's the, he's a good dad. I read, I've been looking at him. He, he's taking care of the kids, so he's fine. He's going to be working like until the just, day he drops, but still. No, nah, he's, he's still worth millions. He'll be all right. All right. To recap, week four. I have the Lions, Bears, Carolina, Washington, Chargers, Seahawks, Jaguars, Browns, Texans, Giants, Bills, Patriots, Niners, Packers, and Bears as my picks. You have the Saints, Colts, Cardinals, Ravens, Bucks, Dolphins, Bengals, We Dem Boas, Vikings, Rams, Raiders, Queefs. Eagles, Falcons, and Bucks. <laughs> You're an evil piece of herd money. I slid that in there, folks. That is the Kansas City Chiefs, not the Kansas City Queefs. Also, that is still a hilarious term for those of you who are unfamiliar with it. It brings a wry smile to my face every time I say it. Google it if you do not know what it is. Get do not Google it. Because you will see some weird things. The internet is dark and full of terrors. Oh, Stay yeah, away. don't do it. Don't do it at work. No, this is not do safe at work. NSFW, folks. Gooch Grease. <sighs> Worse. That's All right, online. back on topic. I'm, I'm going to throw out my top five MVPs thus far in the season, just because we're almost a quarter of the way through the season. Just get that going. No, I'll correct you. At number five, Derrick Henry. Number four, Dak Prescott. Number three, Josh Allen. Number two, Patrick Mahomey. And number one is Russell Wilson through my MVP picks thus far. Wilson has thrown more touchdown passes in a three-game span than any quarterback in NFL history. And that's counting the seasons where Peyton Manning and Tom Brady tore the roof off the NFL touchdown record. You know what? If you switch Prescott and Henry, I can support that list. Why would you want Prescott at five? He's got le- got the most passing yards, most passing completions, most passing attempts, and they he's like us. second in. Oh, really, you're gonna put your personal feelings God in the damn. way of that's why. That's why I, that's why I can't accuracy. be. That's why I can't be an NFL voter because every Falcon is going to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I put Dan Quinn in everybody. the Pro Bowl just to spite you. No, you wouldn't. Oh, I would. No. You think I'm not vindictive enough for he that? Can, 
The only way Dan Quinn is going to the Pro Bowl is if he's a janitor after the game. That's the only way. You are they won't an even awful, sell him a ticket. awful bad man. They won't even give him a ticket. Why would you do that? Also, the Yankees and Indians game is almost getting ready for first pitch. The uh, field is cleared, uh-huh. and whatever weather delay they were on is good to go. Moving to our top five defense, would you like yep. me to start, and then you come with your list afterwards? You start, because my number one is going to shock the world. I have honorable mentions. Um, I'm just going to come out straight ahead and say it. My list is largely recent. I know you were going to be digging through the back of Annals of History, so I decided I would be the recent picks. that fair? Yeah. These are personal preference top five defenses of all time. But I'm still going to come in strong. At at number five, I'm wearing his jersey currently when he played for the Seattle Seahawks. And as a member of the Legion of Boom, the 2013 Seattle Seahawks. 28 picks. They only allowed four rushing touchdowns throughout the whole season. And then they beat Peyton Manning when he won his MVP year, breaking the passing touchdown record, 43-6. to Kick return touchdowns, a safety, and a defensive touchdown in that game. The Seahawks defense did it all that year, led by your favorite head coach. Dan Quinn. They had Bobby Wagner. First of all, all, Bam Bam Chancellor, who lit up Vernon Davis's career. That hit. That ended ended his career. That made his career go down. Earl Thomas, who, when he's not playing football, is banging girls with his brother. Because, you know, why, why why be normal? Richard Sherman, absolute class act. Great, great dude. They had Michael Bennett and Cliff Averill on the D-line for them as well. That defense was stodly. That NFC Championship game was the entire Super Bowl that year when they beat Kaepernick with, don't try me with a sorry receiver like that Crabtree. One of the greatest post-game press conferences. I don't know why the reporter was just terrified. Did you see how intense he was? What is wrong with you? If you would not be hyped after a game like that where you just had the game-winning tip for a pick. I would of be course. Screaming. That's why she was like. Who, 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 who was the reporter at that time? I don't, you remember that? I don't remember that if I took a bite of my sandwich just now. What are you talking about? Why don't you time these things better? Moving forward, we're going to go. Give to, me number four. At number four, we're going to 1986. We're going to go with the New York football Giants. Oh, really? Coached by Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time, I may add. The team had 59 sacks, 24 interceptions, 14.8 points per game allowed, and they held their postseason opponents to combined, combined 23 points. This defense got a rap for being dirty because they knocked out quarterbacks because back then you could actually hit a quarterback could it wasn't no brady rule back then people don't keep saying that it was real football the defense was led by the best defensive player of all time lawrence taylor i don't know about that lawrence okay. taylor reggie white in prime time would be 
top three defensive players of all time. You, you, you can you said, alternate the list around. You said who the best one was just then, but it's Reggie not White. Healthy. Yes. Let's well, not get it twisted. Let's not get that twisted. Don't worry. He shows up later on in my list. He's there. I want to I want to say that was one of my alternates. So the 86 Giants had Lawrence Taylor, who had 20 and a half sacks that year. The record stood till Michael Strahan got a gimme from Brett Favre and gift. claimed the record. It was a gift. It he told the gift. O-line to move so he could get sacked by Strahan. Like, come on. Really? He also had Carl Banks, Terry Kennard, and Perry Williams with him on that defense. And we're going to move to number three. We're going to 2002. We're going to the state of Florida Yep. with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by Monty Kiffin and his vaunted Tampa 2 defense. They held nine regular season opponents to 10 points or less, held two playoff teams to 10 points or less, and they oh. intercepted Rich Gannon five times in the Super Bowl. You could literally close your eyes and imagine where every player on this defense was. You had Sapp, you had Booger McFarland, you had Simeon Rice, Derek Brooks, John Lynch, and Rondé Barber. The def- that Shelton Quarles is also an unsung hero for that team. Not gonna not give. He was uh, he was up and coming. He was up and coming by the end. He made a name for himself. Yeah. Yeah. But- that Tampa 2002 defense carried that team in that Super Bowl. That's the only thing I remember in that Super Bowl other than Janet Jackson's titty. That was I've the one. I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Moving on to number two before I get sidetracked because I do that. Uh, again. We're going to 1991. We are going to the city of brotherly love. We got the Philadelphia Eagles. Bud Karen was the defensive coordinator at that time. The team had 55 sacks. They allowed three rushing yards on average. Only four defensive rushing touchdowns allowed. 26 picks. Six defenders had a total of 100 tackles. And the only reason no one loves this defense as much as it should, they had the fourth least efficient offense on the other side of the ball because Randall Cunningham tore his ACL in the season opener, yep. and they alternated yep. between McMahon and a whole bunch of other quarterbacks throughout the year. This was past prime McMahon, by the way. The 1991 Philadelphia Eagles, Reggie White, Andre Waters, Clyde Simmons, Byron Evans, Seth Joyner, Mike Patz, Jerome Brown. Forgot about half those people. <laughs> yeah. Studly defense. And then we're going to go – saying- I'm going to say that that was on my alternate list also, so I won't be mentioning that later. For my number one, we got the Monsters of the Midway. The 85 Shuffle, coached by Buddy Ryan. Chicago Bears, who at that time drafted a quarterback with my last name, Mike Tomzak. Look it up, it's a thing. He played a couple games like in 86, but he didn't play in 85. So got a Super Bowl ring. Anyway, the 85 Bears, the number one defense, playing that vaunted 4-6 defense. 64 sacks, 34 picks, allowed an NFL low 12.4 points per game, 10 total points allowed in three playoff games. Buddy Ryan's defense was scaring everybody. Who did they beat in the Super Bowl? The Falcons. Or is it no. me? How are they going to beat the Falcons? 
No, I'm kidding. It's, they beat the Patriots. What was the score? 46 to 10. You know, I'm you're, you're lucky right now I'm staring at the Yankees game because otherwise I'm, we, we'll be talking about this. You can't talk about that. It beat you by 46 to 10. It was ridiculous. Look, I, mean, I wasn't like seven years away from being born. What do you want from me? Their offense, a lot of people don't understand that the Bears' offense on that team was great. It was a it was a well balanced squad. But we'll due to William that. Perry, Mike Singletary, Richard Dent, Otis Wilson, Leslie Frazier, Steve McMichael, Dave Duran, and Gary Franchik, they were the number one defense of all time. Do you want me to cover alternates, or do you want to cover everything? Come let, back to the alternates. Let me do mine, then we can go alternates because all of your alternates, all some of your top five are my alternates. All right, so, let's see what you got. I'm, I'm ready. I went with the recent picks. Let's see what Tony's got. All right, so my first number, my number five one is going to strike people weird. It's the 1976 Pittsburgh Steelers. That's only going to strike people weird. No. Because no, 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 that no, was no. In their championship team. That was the only team that did not win a title during that span. The 76 squad, and you're going to say, okay, why? I want you to listen to this. They started one and four, okay? In those five games, they gave up 120 points. That's atrocious, right? That's bad. pretty bad. During the rest of the season, they only gave up 28 points for the rest of the season. Mm. Five shutouts. Two were only, only scored three points against them. They gave up 28 points for the season. And then, so you cannot say that this was not one of the greatest defenses. Yes, they didn't win a title. I mean, okay, that's fine. But if you look at the stats, which is what we focus on, Mel Blunt has six interceptions. Glenn Edwards has six interceptions. Jack Lambert, who would take your head off, had eight fumbles and recoveries. The team overall had 41 sacks as a team. I think that right there qualifies as one of the best defensive teams of all time. They were on my alternate list. They were the first cut. And it was from 74 to 79. The 76 one, best out of all of them, just for that. Now, we're going to go to number four. You've already mentioned it, so I really don't have to. 2002 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Monty Kiffin, Tampa 2. We, we talked about it. Everything you said is pretty much what I had down. You know, 11 sacks, nine interceptions in the postseason. I mean, it's great. That right there. So. They ran over a lot of good squads to get to that Super Bowl. And they, they ran over us a lot, too. I didn't mention that. I was taking the high road. Fuck that. Who do you got at three? Guy. At three, it's the Chicago Bears. My number 19, one. 1985. I really we, we don't have to talk about this because what you said, everything was pretty much on point. 12.4 points per game. One of the greatest, but not the greatest, point per game average. Remember so I that. see what you're harping on right there. Stats. My number two, which I'm surprised that they weren't on your number two. Are we going to Minnesota or are we going to Baltimore? 
We're going to Baltimore. 2000. The 2000 Ravens. Second in, four, in four playoff games, they only gave up 23 points in four games. And this is where the argument where and any team seven, with a bad quarterback can still win the Super Bowl. Seven of those points was on a kickoff return. So that was special teams. But you know they lump special teams and defense together. Yes, they do. This defense, the reason it's number two, is for the aforementioned quarterback situation. Trent Dilfer was their quarterback. By no stretch of anybody's imagination will anybody ever say Trent Dilfer was a great quarterback. Nobody. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. He's he's exactly. not great. It's, that's good. What do you need at a quarterback? You need a game manager. That's all you do. Hey, focus over here. Stop it. Get oh, back over here. Sorry, the Yankees are that, I know. I'm watching too, so stop it. Focus. Um, you got Trent Dilfer. What do you need from him? Don't lose the game. You needed Jamal Lewis. That's all you needed. That's all. You Don't lose the game for me. That's all we ask. Coming in Ray number Lewis. one. Ray Lewis. Peter Bower. Forgot about him. I know you did. Dwayne Starks, Chris McAllister, Rob Burnett. These were all the hitters. You forgot Ed Reed. I wasn't finished. Thank God. I was going to say, what? I was going to say the All-Pro World Hall of Fame safety, the arguably the greatest safety of all time. He's up there, for sure. He's 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 an argument. You can't say top safety in NFL history without saying Ed Reed. You cannot. Easily. So, boom. That's my number two. Stop it. Turn the game off. I'm good. I will behave. Now, we are about to shock the world. Because this team, my number one team, is not talked about. But statistically, is the best defense in the history of the NFL by stats and by their performance on the field. No one talks about them. They were featured on ESPN five or six years ago as one of the most underrated units of all time. I Can think I they were like nine or ten. Give me a guess. I'm going to go with Kansas City Chiefs. No. Damn. No. Not the 69 Chiefs. Nope. You want to guess again? 1969 Vikings? Nope. All right. You have officially stopped me. Hit me. 1977, Atlanta Falcons. Really? They weren't even the best defense of that year. Yes, they were. They were statistically the best defense that has ever played in the NFL. What was their nickname? The Grits Blitz. We talk about the 85 Bears, right? And how your boy Buddy Ryan threw everybody at the quarterback. The 4-6 defense threw everybody at the quarterback. Jerry Glanville was doing that in 77. That's where Buddy Ryan got it from. He modeled that Bears defense after that Falcons defense. Didn't hurt. He had a couple Hall of Famers help him out. We didn't. We were unknowns. The only, pe only, pe the only reason people knew who was on that defense is because they were making commercial for grits. That's the only reason. Our leading guy, our cornerback, had like six interceptions. 
during the season, they only gave up 129 points for the entire season. 129. Now, let's go back and talk about the Pittsburgh defense that gave up 120 points in five games. For the entire season, the 77 Falcons gave up 129 points. Break that down into a points per game total for me. Oh, I can do even better. Points allowed per game. We're going to compare them with my number two and three squads, the Bears and the Ravens. The Bears gave up 12.1 points per game, right? Yes. The Ravens gave up 10.2. The Falcons gave 9.2 per game. So a whole point better. Yards allowed per game. The Bears, 258.4. The Ravens, 247.9. The Falcons, 231.9. Turnovers. Let's go to turnovers since it is defense. All right? The Bears, 2.84. And I see you. Now stop it. I'm going to make you turn TV off. I see I'm you. watching. I'm <laughs> staring at the camera. You want for me? <laughs> turnovers per game. The Bears had 2.84 turnovers per game. The Ravens, 4.3. Falcons were only giving up 3.7. Offensive touchdowns per game. Offensive touchdowns. We know what that means. That means the offense is scoring on you. Mm-hmm. Right? The Bears, 2.75. That's really good. Right? Yeah. The Ravens, 1.81 per game. You want to take a guess at the Falcons? 1.4? 1.21. They were giving up just over one touchdown a game. A lot of teams did not score an offensive touchdown against them. And they were still losing the game. Do you want to know why? Offense sucked. The Falcons' defense averaged 9.2 points per game. The Falcons' offense averaged six. That's so bad. They lost to the Rams 28-7. to The defense gave up three points. Three. Pick, pick six, pick six, pick six. Three points. I'll put it like this. They played the Buffalo Bills in week five. I had to write this down. They trailed three to nothing. They gave up three points to the Bills. Three. That's a winnable game. Fair. Right? In the fourth quarter, they blocked a punt. The offense took over on the 13-yard line and did not move the ball one yard. Mm. That's bad. They ran four plays. They lost the game. Nope. So, again, if you take that defense and put that on damn near any team with a top 15, top 20 offense. Top 25. I'd settle for bottom. They they could go to the Super Bowl with that. 
Oh, I forgot. Net yards per play. You know what you know what net yards are. Yeah. Bears 4.4, the Ravens 4.3, Falcons 3.7. So almost like a more than a half yard better. So again, I'm going to say the greatest defense was the greatest NFL. And I'm not saying it because I'm a home. It is my squad. I didn't even know it until like it was like 15 or 16 because nobody talked about it. The only person I know on that defense was Ortega, and I think he was a lineman. I don't know anybody else because they were not, there were no names. You talk about the, all the other defenses, you can go level by level and name two or three all pros. You talk about the 77 Falcons with Buddy Ryan, not Buddy Ryan, Jerry Glanville, who Buddy Ryan made his defense like. Nobody. Dead silence. If you if you want to if and ESPN did they did a countdown on, and they had people talking about it. Said we don't know why nobody's talking about this thing. It's just the offense was that bad. They had highlights of the offense mishandling a snap under center. Under the center, the ball shoots out way goes back that way. So Falcons fans have had it rough for a while. (laughs) I, I, yeah, <laughs> I love how the happiness in your face, right there. And see, that that was the time where I was in the, in '77. I was more into baseball. I I like the Falcons, but I was a baseball guy then because I I played little league. We really didn't have you know the pee wee here. Nah. it was little league. It was it was little league baseball. That's what we had. You played football in what street ball? Yeah, it was street ball. We played sideline tackle. Because pee wee didn't come around until like what late eighties. Maybe. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We weren't into football. We it was straight basketball, baseball it was the only two sports you had here. We had a basketball court on the outside. We had a baseball field across the street. Where are we going today? We didn't play. We threw up. Throw up tackle. Boom. So yes, those are my top five. I told you that number one was going to shock you, but I think I backed up what I said. The grits blitz was in my honorable mentions. Oh. I'm surprised you know about it. I had a deep dive for my defenses. I had to make sure I came with the facts. But arguably by stats, because people are always harping on stats. Mm. They are, by stats, better than any other defense that has played in the NFL. Because my honorable mentions were the Ravens from 2000. I had the Steelers, year 76 Steelers, at number seven, at eight. The grid splits. At nine, I had the 69 Chiefs. The 69 Vikings also made it there. And then the, the purple people eat us. Close it out. Who'd you got for your I had, I had the 86 Giants. That was my first cut. First cut. I had the 92 Cowboys. The Cowboys defense made your list? Wow. Uh, yeah. 92? Check it. Mm-hmm. You forget how good they were because they had the offense. But they won. They played Buffalo. That was one of Buffalo's four straight losses. They they held Buffalo, Jim Kelly, our, uh, Andre Reid, Thurman Thomas, to 17 points in the Super Bowl after the Buffalo Bills would – forget what they did in the Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills in the AFC owned the AFC for four years. Right or wrong? Well, they made four straight Super Bowls, so yeah, they had to own them. 
they were putting points on everybody. It didn't matter who they were. They were putting points on. And that defense held them to 17 points. They lost 52 to 17. You got to think, they also beat Montana with the 49ers. I mean, right. that's the rivalry. Then awesome. you had the 2000, uh, 1998 Broncos. You keep picking on your team. <laughs> I can't help it. Look, they were great. Darn's crush. I'm surprised you didn't go with the 2015 Broncos as a better defense than that one, but still. Nah, Steve Atwater, Bill Romanowski. They had nine Pro Bowlers on the one defense. Von Miller, Demarcus Ware. No, no love. Over Romanowski and Atwater? Chris Harris? That's, that's still not making a case. <laughs> not making a case. Right. No, matter Roman, no matter where Romanowski went, he was a Pro Bowler. Whatever team he went to. I don't know why he moved around the league like that. So, then I had the 76 Raiders. Okay. They were 13-1 and one in the regular season. Only loss came to your team, the Patriots. Then we four. But John Madden had their team. Had Fred Belichnikov, Cliff Branch, Dave Casper. The greatest season in Raiders history because of that defense. Hmm. And my last one, you mentioned it, 96 Packers. Had to put a hat on there. Not bad, not bad. We did good. You're not going to disrespect that grits blitz, though. They were the best. Honorable mention. The best. Honorable mention. If you put it like this, if you put that team on the Jets right now, the Jets would have they would win some games. Sam Darnold's still trash. He would not win. It's the same record. He's not he's not worse than the Falcons offense. They're not worse than the Falcons offense. They're not. I can't believe you're just doing your team like that. It's the truth. I don't even like look, the Jets. Look, you can be a fan of your team as long as you're honest about your team. I'm always honest. If you're gonna exactly. be one thing, just be honest. Be honest about your squad. My squad suck. Albino monkey nuts right now. <laughs> they do. Can't help it. If we had a defense, we'd be undefeated. Might have had a Super Bowl. But our defensive guy, who swear he's a defensive coordinator. He made the list at my number five with the Seahawks. He has the 31st ranked defense. Right now, yeah. Well, it's kind of hard when you go from Bobby Wagner, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman, Michael Bennett, and Cliff Averill to who do you even have healthy? How about the draft? Free agents. He talking about next man up. Shit, when you're, when you're starting two people get hurt, you can't go next man up. Now you run into the practice squad. We got It's free agents out there right now that can help this defense. Right now. But he won't go do it because we got to. Safety that just came off an ACL injury who ain't back up to full speed. We just lost our other safety for who the fuck knows how long. Julio is out. Our number three receiver is out. The guy we let, you know, kept so we could let Sadu go to the Patriots. We don't even have him. We cut him. Defensive end is out. Tack McKinley, he's out. He was last year his contract, so you know what happened last year the contract. These motherfuckers get 92 sacks. He was playing like a beast possessed. Well, it is growing. Our, our linebacker, who was causing all them fumbles, fumbles against Dallas, he hurt, chest something, whatever. Don't know when he's coming back. We just lost our other cornerback. One of our cornerbacks was hurt. His replacement came in, had the interception. He hurt now. He on IR. Next man up don't work no more. 
it's what we're saying, folks, for those who've checked out the podcast. Tony's very hurt right now. Please send him your I'm thoughts, up, well I'm wishes, upset. and prayers. I'm upset. It, it just don't make no – even on Madden, you can go on Madden. If you get down to that next man, you're going to hit the free, free, free agent water. You are. You're going to try to make trades. Always. I'm ridiculously aggressive as a general manager. And then he sucks. He sucks at running the clock. He kept clock managed. He hired a person to clock manage for him. And that person sucks. You okay? Are you going to open up a bottle as soon as this podcast concurs? I'm about to go pop open some crown. A crown for the Yankees game. Crown for that 28th title. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, grown geeks who checked out Gern on these balls. We're going to be wrapping on up. Make sure to check out the Facebook page under me on the bottom right. In Tony's depressing corner on the bottom left, you have the YouTube um. QR code. Tony is really upset, folks. Make sure to fire Dan Quinn. So, by all means, help him out, Aaron Rodgers. Help Tony's Christmas wish come true. Halloween. Can I have a Halloween wish since that comes first? Now you're going to Before. Wait. I want it before Christmas. You he shouldn't have left. He shouldn't have left Chicago. He should have been walking back from Chicago. <laughs> no. Okay. Left him at the runway like they did a uh, Blaine Kiffin when they fired him at USC. Right. Just hey, get your own Blaine ticket back. <laughs> that was dirty. All right, Grunty Geeks, we'll be wrapping on up. Thank you for checking out our Week Three recap, our Week Four predictions, and our Top Five defenses of all time. Any final thoughts other than fire Dan Quinn? Which you can still get if you beat us in our pickums. You get a signed copy of the Fire Dan Quinn. I'll and sign whatever name you want me to. You I'll put also name on there. may get to be on the podcast. Pick some topics. We'll talk about some things. We'll keep things going. Ladies and gentlemen, with that, we will conclude. Thank you for checking out the podcast. Go Yankees.